0: This is the Copper Crab
1: Podcast. I'm Chaney Crab.
0: I am Devine Copperwise. There I am.
1: If you would like to grab any podcast merch, it's available at the Big Cartel link in our description. It's coppercrab.bigcartel.com. Naveen and I are in a band called Entheos and if you would like to grab Entheos merch it's available at the other link in our bio which is entheosofficial.bigcartel.com we ship the merch from that website if you would like to grab merch that we do not ship for our band you can hit up the Night Shift merch if you're in the US and also if you're in Europe uh, we've got some
0: limited edition hats, camo hat, metal, orange logo
1: Up at up. In the
0: store, I gave mine away at the Suffocation show, so not wearing mine.
1: (laughs) So we've got that, and we've got some tour dates coming up with the band as well, with Worm, Shepherd, and Oceano. And those are July 29th in West Chicago at WC Social Club, July 30th Minneapolis at Skyway Theater, July 31st Indianapolis at Emerson Theater, August 2nd Frederick, Maryland, Cafe Six Eleven. August 3rd, Pittsburgh at Preserving Underground. August 4th, Albany at Empire Underground. August 5th, Horseheads, New York at The L. August 6th, Brooklyn, New York at The Meadows. And it wraps up August 7th in Columbus at Ace of Cups. Also, if you would like to call into the podcast, because as you will see at the end of this episode, we now play... Uh, call-ins.
0: You can call in and leave us a message. Leave us a message. Leave us your thoughts, Ask comments. us a
1: question. Uh, The phone number for that is 615-420-7342. And that's the intro, folks.
0: There we go. I should have a little streaming thing at the bottom of the screen. that's like, call in, leave call us in. a in. You note. really should do that. Yeah, I'm going to do that.
1: That's your uh,
0: producer duties. Yeah, for the yeah, next week. I'm definitely going to do that, handle that. Uh, but yeah, another thing, elephant in the room, Naveen, why is your nose all busted up? And the answer is because I was moshing super hard at a suffocation show. Got caught in the mosh. Over the weekend. I, see the thing is, you might think that I just got caught in the mosh, but I was like one of the
1: key moshers. You were one of the key moshers. Yeah. I was. I always uh, say caught in a mosh because it's a song. Oh. That's a song title. Who is it? I think it's... Uh, you should look it up. Is it Anthrax?
0: Caught in the mosh.
1: Caught in a mosh. Hold up. Let's
0: check that out. But yeah. That's um, me
1: knowing nothing about... Yeah, you can look it up real quick. Yeah. And
0: uh, So Chani and I took a little road trip for the first time since we've moved out to Tennessee. And we drove up to Kentucky. It's an Anthrax
1: song. I was right, obviously correct because I am a metal uh, aficionado.
0: Yeah. Okay. There we go. I should have I known that, but I'm... Full disclosure, I don't listen to anthrax.
1: <laughs> I don't either.
0: I'm a death metal guy. Yeah. I've been listening to death metal since I was 12. So that, I got into that real early and then that's what I was into. Yeah, you know, so.
1: thrash was never my thing. Yeah, but if I thrash. hear a thrash song, I'm into it a lot of the time. I like the the like thrash thing. I'm, I'm down for it.
0: I can get down. Yeah. I mean, I won't say that I only listen to death metal, but...
1: That's, like, that's kind of your go-to. Yeah, I would say more specifically for me, it's groovy death metal, like that yeah. specific um, area of death metal. Cannibal that Corpse. I got to. Cannibal would be like yeah. the height, yeah, or the. Cannibal would be like the the. Head. Grandfather at but the top I was of the thinking, tree.
0: I I've been thinking about this a lot because I'm like, where does suffocation land? Because. That's true. They're super old school and, the best. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would
1: put Suffo in the same bracket as Cannibal, but they came, they were like bands from the same time period, roughly. Yeah. I think Suffo formed after Cannibal.
0: Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. I Me know either. like Pierce From Within's from 95. Yeah, well, Cannibal was yeah. putting
1: out albums before that.
0: Like their first album is 89. Mm-hmm. There you go. But anyway, um, yeah, so we took a little road trip up to Louisville, Louisville and uh, it was a fucking good time, dude.
1: For those of you who don't know, that's how you pronounce Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. So only the only the, the people in the know know how to. <laughs> so that's how they can spot you the minute you're in Louisville. Yeah. If you're not if you're pronouncing it Louisville, oh, this is not a person. You know what's funny though?
0: My mom says Louisville and she's from there.
1: Yeah, but I wonder if it's because she's kind of dropped. Like she's yeah. not. She doesn't sound fully um, Southern accented. That's true. Maybe so she
0: can't be in California, like going around saying Louisville. No one would
1: know Saying what she's I'm from about. Louisville. Yeah. No one knows what that is.
0: But uh, it was, man, it was so. I mean, seriously, that was probably one of the best shows I've ever been I'm to.
1: putting it in my top 10. It was Cheney's so top sick. 10. I was telling you the other day, the last time that I, like, felt that way at a show, I, I think it was when we saw Fetus in 2014. Yeah. Could have been. I just, like, was so happy. I, I just felt absolutely elated being at that show. Just like,
0: yeah, like when we first, so we drove We drove up there. Um, we wanted to get there earlier to try to check out the town and stuff, but that didn't really happen. Didn't happen. So we went up there, we got a hotel, and then there was a liquor store across the street. So while Chaney was getting ready for the show, I ran over and grabbed us these like
1: the worst drinks that exist really bad actually Earth. i think
0: i have two of them in the yeah, fridge and they're disgusting they're insane they're so, so
1: gross just i wish that we could have just gotten white claw
0: so yeah she's like go grab some, some white claw and i'm like i right. love
1: white claw sorry well i love truly i love all the white claw variations That's yeah.
0: so i got one that was like a tequila and seltzer water one which was disgusting really bad yeah and then i got these like canned mixed drink things that are like this big 25 percent alcohol so gross. So that's how we started the night off. So you kind of you do know the where math. Went that's there. why Naveen's nose is all busted We didn't up.
1: eat either. We had no dinner. We didn't
0: eat. So And
1: earlier that day, we were like, we have to hurry up and get there. So we stopped and got like some Taco Bell. Taco Bell.
0: So we did eat Taco Bell. But anyway, uh, so it, was a day of- it turns out the hotel that I booked was walking distance to the club. That was cool. That was and sick. I want to try to do that more. Yeah, that was that really That was sick. like so cool. Yeah. So we got to... It was like a maybe, it was like almost a mile, yeah, something like that. So we Long had a little walk. walk and we had our weird mixed drinks and stuff. But I was already after drinking those two, the the one twenty five percent thing and then the seltzer tequila thing. You're ripped. I was like, I showed up and I was like ready to party. I was having a good time, and then it's just my ideal place to see a show. That place that we went to.
1: Mine too, and what it was it's essentially it's just like a bar it's kind of like the an og old school venue it's my favorite fucking type of place. it's like a dive bar but
0: it's kind of hipster and has like good beer good drinks it's kind of the vibe is good it's like dark yeah but it's kind of updated it's not like ran down you know like it's a nice place to go right
1: and the the venue sounded good
0: yeah, and it seemed like they had a bunch of good food and stuff, which we didn't try. We obviously. didn't have any, yeah. <clears throat> so
1: there we... was also a dan- a rave after, which is also an ideal situation for me. I know it, it becomes a bummer because when there's like a dance party going on after the metal show, you generally have to end early. So if anyone went and saw us on the Tech Trek tour with Archspire in L.A., we played incredibly early for a Saturday night. Yeah. I think that our show had to end at like nine or something. It was insane. But that's because that was there was a dance party afterward. Right. And so it's kind of lame when you're like on the tour doing it and you have to get out of there, but it's sick as fuck when you're just attending a show and you go to the dance party. Dude, that's after what I the... was
0: thinking right before the podcast. I was like, man, that show was so much more fun than playing a show on tour. <laughs> it was like 10 times more fun. Yeah. You know, like we showed up So we showed up with the, you know, we had a little bit of a buzz going. We're feeling good. We're like, yeah, we, you know, we did a little road trip. Mm -hmm. We go in. um, Got a
1: beer. Pronto.
2: Got a
0: beer. Pronto. And Surreption is just fucking boom. And I feel really bad
1: because we missed the first band, Contrarian. So shout out to that band. I wish we caught you guys, but we got, we like left a little late from here. And we didn't realize, we also didn't realize that Kentucky is on East Coast time and we're in Central time. So.
0: That's what fucked us.
1: Yeah, we're really close. We're really close to the cutoff. So we were like cutting it really close to even catch Surreptions set. Yeah. But uh, that's what fucked us. Yeah. I wish we could have caught them, but we didn't.
0: So we walk in. Surreptions about to go on. It looked like they were having some sort of technical problem, which I think saved us. Yeah. So we would have missed a little bit of their set. Mm -hmm. So they fucking totally ripped. Absolutely ripped. Are you kidding me?
1: Shout out to all of those guys. Because that was insane.
0: I was so sick. I was like. Yes, mm-hmm. and their drummer Tony is like just.
1: Tony is one of the best drummers in death metal. Period. Oh my god. Period. Actually, he's so. Oh, I got a little video. He's so precise and he hits really hard. It's yeah. so sick. Look like? See, look, check that. It's- Shit.
0: What the hell is going on? I mean, let me start that again. <laughs> Uh, So yeah, we walk in and that's happening If
1: you guys are just listening, there's a video playing From Naveen's phone Dude, the way he's He just smashes the snare Smashes, dude I
0: mean, that's not even, like, you're not hearing the mic You're just hearing the snare
1: Yeah Ian Ian killed, I think this was Ian's First tour with them on guitar And he murdered it Tony back there just yeah. murking.
0: So yeah, the the size of the show and everything it was perfect. Actually, you know, fuck, I'm just totally goofed that.
2: What?
0: The video thing. Uh, anyway, they weren't watching it; they were watching me watching it. Anyway, was <laughs> sick. Oh really? Regardless. They were yeah. watching you watching it. <clears throat> Don't worry, I got more videos to play. Yeah. It's all good if I can figure out how to do it. Definitely. Right. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's happening when we walk in. I'm like, this rules. Yeah. And then uh. We're friends with some of the dudes in Suffocation. So we saw them. We were like all hanging out. Yeah, let's, you know, take some shots. So they're like, let's go get a shot on the bus. And we're like, all right, well, let's fucking go. And then uh, we're hanging out. We've caught some atheist. Yeah, atheist was played. sick. They're like got into avant.
1: Them. Yeah. It's like, you know, in the same bracket as death, I would say. Jazz, but even more out there than death. Like it's jazzy t- kind of avant garde death metal. Yeah. And they rip. They ripped it. They're amazing. You know, they're atheists are OGs. Like get hip to that band. If you haven't,
0: it was a great turn. And then, you know, suffocation comes on. And by that time, I'm already pretty, I'm toasted. And then (laughs) I got, I like, I don't even know the last time I went into mosh was, I literally don't know. It might've been when I was, I've told the story about when I tried to mosh for Converge and got hit in the mouth. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. That might've been the last time, which was like 15 years ago. Wow. So. Suffo brought you out. Oh man. I mean dude. they
1: murdered. Oh my god. And Ricky, who's the vocalist? Yeah. He's he's like killing it. Totally just killing perfect. It, dude. Everything murking. was super sick. Yeah.
0: I got a little video of that. Let's try to It was just
1: fantastic to watch.
0: So yeah, they come on.
1: Is this going to play? Shout out to that Mersey. Yeah. <laughs> So good. don't know why the
0: audio is cutting
2: out. But.
1: There's got to be a tech issue. Dude, look at Derek playing the bass. Planted. Yeah. So sick. I mean, we're talking OG here. Yeah. Is there so anyone out there who safe. doesn't, like, know who Suffocation is? Probably not. I don't know. But, I mean,
0: basically the whole entire... Th- their sound now is like a genre. I think it's just like death metal is that now. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's not really like in the tech scene, I guess. Uh, And uh, it's 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 crazy, man. Yeah, like there's a bunch of bands now who just sound like they did totally the same production.
1: Yeah, Yeah, like '90s DM. I guess it's OSDM is what they're calling it now. Old school death metal. uh, Okay, is in it's or it's making a comeback. But you know, it's like '90 or. It's the '90s, so it's 20 years later. You have to. That's true. Things kind of come back into style 20 years That's after the their inception. A cycle. Yeah. The cycle of. So maybe we'll be popular popularity. in 20 years. I think it's uh, 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to go. Yeah, yeah. 20 years.
0: But uh, man, they super ripped it, dude. And yeah. uh, fuck, that was just really sick. It was just really, really sick and really, really fun. And then uh,
1: I, the next day I just felt um, so happy.
0: I would have felt happy, happy if I didn't feel like I was, got hit by a train.
1: Yeah. Naveen was pretty.
0: Chaney had to drive home. I did. Uh, after when we woke up in the hotel. Mm-hmm.
1: I also <coughs> had to force you to get out of the bed.
0: I would have just called the front desk and been like, Hey, I need to book another night here because <laughs> I can't get up. Yeah. I started crying. I was just worried about our cats. Yeah, I know. That's true.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: it was bad it was bad
1: yeah but well worth it for that show yeah. and you know having a blast at the show it was cool to hang out with all the dudes from Sereption yep, and see them because we sick. we toured with Surruption in I think it was 2017 2018 on summer slaughter Yeah, 2018 summer slaughter and they had to leave like halfway through the tour so it was cool to see those guys um and they
0: had their original bass player this time yeah so that yes. was like way sicker yeah
1: it was awesome because oh, yeah, they, were, they were playing ripped. as a three-piece on summer slaughter which was still sick but yeah sicker this time for sure
0: I, it was so <laughs> fun <clears throat> and then uh yeah like cheney said there was like a club night after, which we kind of went into for a second.
1: I actually got, I wish that you had my videos because I was on stage, uh, dancing with like the DJ. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that's the type Crash of stuff that the, I do when I'm drunk. I just, yeah. well, they were letting everyone on stage. Yeah. So they, well, they let all the girls on stage, obviously it's okay. a club. Okay. So I was yeah. up there dancing, having right. a great time Yeah. and then hanging in the bus, ton of pictures, that was just a Yeah, apparently play.
0: I may or may not have started crying on the bus. That's what I've heard.
1: You cried a- off after you got off the bus.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was like, I want you to have my hat, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I
1: think I actually, I didn't do this because I was drunk either, but I did leave my bag of merch on the bus. Spent a good, oh, yeah, I spent yeah. a pretty penny on merch. Yeah, we, I'm pretty sure it's still there.
0: We went out and supported here. I want to show you guys what I got. They had the coveted, pierced from within long sleeve. That's dope. Check that shit out. Sleeve print, stuff on the back, lyrics. It's all brutal and whatnot.
1: All Uh, brutal and whatnot. But funny story.
0: Uh, My brother actually had that shirt, the original one.
1: Yeah. What was? uh, What's the name of the brand? Blue Grape.
0: I think it was a Blue Grape one, dude. Straight up. and he. Do uh,
1: people know about Blue Grape?
0: Yeah. Shirt collecting people do, definitely.
1: But for those of you who do not know what Blue Grape is.
0: I think it was just like a, a, a merch company in the early 2000s and 90s. That was so putting out you all that stuff. you have a shirt with a Blue Grape
1: ta- tag, it's... Then you're rocking OG expensive shit. Yeah.
0: The, the top quality shit. Anyway, he had that shirt and traded it to, which I believe we got at a thrift store in santa cruz wow and then traded it to a friend who still has it i believe wow yeah
1: wish we could get that back
0: so yeah i texted him a picture i was like check it out dude i got it he was like that's sick that they're repressing that totally because i don't fucking care i don't care if it's oh it's the original i'd honestly rather have that one because i got it at that night that i had hella fun yeah totally and i had it tied around my waist while i was moshing yeah straight up
1: you did what a good (laughs) night it's okay. just so cool to go to shows and just the feeling that seeing a sick band gives you. I love yeah, it. And it's, it's something, feeling, you know, when you're a kid and you're listening to metal, people will tell you that you're going to grow out of it. You know, like, oh, that's just a phase that you're going through. But metal, honestly, Naveen and I were talking about this the other day. Metal is the only thing that neither of us ha- have changed about ourselves over the yeah. Throughout our life, and I,
0: it's not to say we don't we, we listen to all kinds of other music. Obviously. Oh, absolutely, like, a ton of I've other music. I've gone through periods in my life where I'm not listening to that much metal. Same, but
1: I've I'm always still metal. to to make like uh, I've always been a me, a music fanatic. It's yeah. not just metal, but being a part of the the like family of metal. Yeah, is something that has never changed about me since I was twelve years old, thirteen years old. Like that's just something that I can't grow out of no. enjoying.
0: Yeah, I mean if you if we go Or doing. Like when we went to the Air concert, mm-hmm. it's like sick. Air's one of my favorite bands ever. But is it the same as seeing suffocation and Louisville and moshing and getting a bloody nose? Not really.
1: Well you know when we go to a metal show <laughs> even though they're you know you can go to a metal show with five hundred people at it and you still know that on some level you can relate to everyone there because we all list we all do this thing like anywhere in the world we can go to a metal show and just find our people in that area and that's something so cool that all of us have in common that you know it's just we can relate on that basic level we're a bunch of different people a bunch of different types of people i've met people who work at nasa who are into metal police officers who play metal or into metal yeah. people who, you know, p- from all walks of life, teachers, That's what all walks it. of life who are into it. But this is like one commonality that we have. And it's fantastic to have cult, that metal cult. Yeah. Cult of but metal. We,
0: uh, we did meet some people in the crowd. They're like, what are you guys doing here?
1: Yeah. They thought we moved there.
0: <laughs> They're like, Oh no, they thought that we were on the tour. Oh really? They were like, are you guys on this tour, like, doing... They thought that we were on the tour, like, doing, like, a tech job
1: or something. Oh, that's funny.
0: And then we were like, no, man, we just drove here. We live in Nashville. Yeah. And then they were, like, sick. And then uh, one of the guys, like, made a post, like, and, like, tagged me in it, like, Naveen was moshing all night. In the... Really? <laughs> yeah. He tagged
1: you in it? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. It was
0: hilarious. <laughs> Which is, like, I mean, I that's great that he probably thinks that i'm like a moshing kind of a guy but I don't. maybe i am now maybe i am a moshing kind moshing of a guy. is fun i probably have to be drunk though i don't know if i would do it not drunk see drank. i'm worried my finger's gonna get broken the here.
1: thing is about me i liked i would have been one to mosh before but ever since i got in an accident i'm really like not trying to mosh with my face and stuff i'm yeah. worried because i still can't really feel all of my nose right so it's it worries me to and get if into it you a got this on your nose that, would that probably would have been
0: like not a good thing if
1: i got hit in the nose it would be a really really fucking bad time for me so
0: but yeah that kid who i was talking about after the after the show he's like dude i think he got like hit in the face because i had no idea you know and then it was like bloody
1: <laughs> that's funny that's just so cool so yeah man. it was a great time yeah it was really really, really fun show
0: What else can we say? It's a great time. That's it. I can't wait for the next. That's all she wrote. Cannot wait for the next metal show. Yeah, I know. We've been going to a lot of shows since we we moved here. And that's another thing that I really like about about it here is, you know, if the show's not coming to Nashville, well, we can drive to Kentucky. We could go to Atlanta. It's kind of far, but.
1: Yeah, Atlanta's like a four hour drive from here, which I did not realize. And I thought it was closer. Yeah, me too. I thought it was as close as Louisville.
0: Yeah, I mean, driving up there was totally not a big deal. Yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a fun drive. Had a, yeah. had a great time. Not on the way home. And we started talking
1: about how, like, when I was a kid, the last band that I was in in Des Moines, I would drive two hours for practice once yeah. a week. Yeah. And you said you would drive in further when you were in Hoods. Yeah, I had a
0: lot going on. Busy band schedule.
1: hmm
0: Which I don't want anymore.
1: <laughs> you don't want a busy band schedule?
0: uh no i don't <laughs> i like being at home uh, but of course no i don't want to be in multiple bands yeah yeah i mean our band has a fine schedule i can yeah i enjoy hold it. that down totally. but trying to do that with two bands i mean i've been in yeah, like i rough. said at my at points in my life i was in like three bands well you know, you know? about
1: drummers it's hard to find really sick drummers yeah. who are down so you have to drummers have to be in about 30 bands Totally. So and, that the yeah. the band ecosystem can survive.
0: Exactly, and that's why I will do session stuff. But other than that, no, we're not doing it. <laughs> Live stuff, no. I mean, I get asked to do it, and I pro- I might I I probably would do some of it if Entheos didn't have tour and stuff. But I'm not trying to like cram it in. Like, yeah, I'll do this tour and then I'll come home and do No, I'm just. Yeah. it's Not my thing.
1: Well that's because being home is fun
0: I like being home yeah I like, some people don't yeah. some
1: people really don't like being home and yeah. some people really don't like touring and I personally am someone who's right smack dab in the middle yeah I really like them both but I really need like it to be a neutral I need to have a neutral balance of both things because doing too much of one can drive me crazy
0: yeah I mean Tour is uh, one of those things where when I'm on tour, it's fun, and I'm having a good time, and I'm obviously really happy that we get to do it and everything, but when I'm, like right now, the thought of going on tour, it just seems impossible, foreign to me. Mm -hmm.
1: It starts to feel (laughs) that way after a couple of weeks at home, I think, and then you're like, okay, you know, then... I don't know, two or so weeks before a tour, I start to mentally prepare. Yeah.
0: Cause I'm like practicing all the time and we're ordering the merch and getting And then we're you like get stuck. Yeah. Yeah. And when the band like shows up and we're re- getting ready to go, it's it's obviously really fun. And it's,
1: it's exciting too. Yeah. But I totally agree with you. Like, <clears throat> we knew about the last tour that we did last year in the middle of the summer. And at that point, confirming it felt so far away. And it's like, okay, we're I never, know. that tour is never going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and then you get closer to it and it's like oh god i'm going on tour you go through there are multiple stages of going on tour <laughs> yeah it's the that's never going to happen into the oh god i'm going on tour pretty soon yeah. and then the oh everyone's here i'm excited to go on tour exactly now i'm on tour
0: yeah and then
1: many stages yeah. of But tour. i mean
0: you and i have worked uh, i think really hard to have a home life that is cool yeah you know mm-hmm. so totally. we have the studio and the podcast and Um, we are taking on kind of more and more work, if you want to call it that, within our own little thing. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I think that would be, that was kind of one of the reasons why the last tour I was a little bit, not, not, I, I was just a little, I came off, like when I, when we got home, I was like, we need to think of a way to, you know, do the podcast and kind of keep that thing.
1: Yeah, keep the momentum running with Keep all, all the other things. stuff kind of going, yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, making little videos and stuff. So, Because mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know, there's a lot to do on tour, so it's overwhelming to do everything all together.
1: Yeah, especially, I know we've talked about this, but especially the tour that we just did. Like seeing um, itineraries for hypothetical future tours, the ones that I've seen so far, they seem a little more chill. Yeah. Like you can good. look at the routing on tours and know what you're getting yourself into. And we knew that one was going to be pretty hard going into it because not to cover a lot of ground. Yeah. And a lot of tours take one day off a week. You know, usually Sundays are, are banned Fridays. So you'll have a Monday off because I guess the, the thought there is that Monday shows don't do as well, but uh, this tour just didn't have those Mondays off and they did really well. Yeah. So, so.
0: <laughs> you can play on a Monday and have a good yeah, show. Apparently. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but anyway, yeah. anyway, yeah. that was, it's just something to keep in mind, you know, but we have gone over on the podcast that we will be doing it on the next tour.
1: Yes, and, we will. But
0: we're going to do audio only. We should get that little studio thing, by the way.
1: Totally. We should.
0: And then we can interview people too. We could do man on the street.
1: Yeah, that would be rad. <laughs> uh, all right. You want to kick it into some yeah, of these questions? Uh,
0: so as we had said Earlier, we have a hotline.
1: Hotline, hotline. Uh, What's my little jingle? For the golden. Bail time. <laughs> and the number for that, 615-420-7342. You can call or text.
0: They're not live calls, obviously. They're not just live call calls. call in and leave a message. And, and we'll probably up, get can, to
1: it. You can call back.
0: Yeah, you can do like.
1: You can choose to not post it. Yeah,
0: you can do takes. Yep. So we actually got a call, like when we were setting up for the podcast. But should I start old oldest? Yeah, start.
1: Let's go oldest to newest.
0: Okay, so that would be this one here.
3: All right, let's let it rip. You ready for this, Chaney?
1: Yeah, we need to make a jingle this week.
3: Yeah. Hey, Chaney. Hey, Naveen. Uh, my name's Kevin. I'm from Winston Salem, North Carolina. Um, I don't have a question here, but I just wanted to pop in and say that um, I've been listening to the podcast since. Um, actually, a good friend of mine and a mutual friend of ours, Andrew Baird, was on your oh, yeah. podcast. And after that, I kind of um, went from the very beginning up to the most present episode and had been listening to everything all through the pandemic. And um, I worked a maintenance job at the time, and basically there was nobody there other than my crew. And every day while I was, whether I was cleaning or pressure washing or something, I was always listening to your podcast. I just want to say it brought a lot of kind of comfort and entertainment while I was basically alone with two other guys all summer on a large property. Um, I haven't got to see you guys yet. Your most recent tour at work was way too busy, and I couldn't really get time off for it. Um, And unfortunately, you're only like an hour away from me. But I hope to see you guys maybe this year, maybe next year. But I just want to say congratulations on everything that's been happening with you guys and Entheos in the podcast and uh yeah you guys take care damn right. thanks
1: kevin <laughs> that's really awesome that's Good. crazy yeah. that this podcast is helping people roll through the times at work or whatever that really means a lot to us um yeah i hope i think you know we uh like i said earlier we've got those two those dates coming up we've got some stuff planned uh hope we can catch you and see you in real life and Say hello. I
0: think we have learned that a lot of people do listen to this podcast at work. Yeah. And uh, Chani and I are no strangers to having uh, grueling day jobs.
1: Definitely not. And no strangers to listening to podcasts while doing those jobs.
0: Yep. Absolutely. So, I mean, I was actually thinking about that today when I was setting up. I was thinking, wow, it's Tuesday during the day and we're getting to do this podcast. That's sick as fuck. Uh, So... Honestly, like all the people at work, yeah. Shout out to you guys. Shout man. out to you. Love you guys. Keep doing it. Yeah. Keep it keep it going. Anyway, if we can help that, that's a good thing.
1: Yeah, really. Truly is.
0: Uh okay, we got we got a crank call. I don't know, do you want to hear that one? Sure. Wait, why don't why don't we do the crank call last? We'll we'll do the other ones first. Okay.
1: I don't know. I don't want to encourage the crank calls.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah.
1: Let's not play
4: Screw you, crank Hey, Chaney and Naveen, this is Jake from Scrap Pile down here in Texas. Scrap Pile. On episode 100, congratulations, by the way.
2: Thanks, Jake. Um,
4: You guys talked about your your more basic t-shirt preferences of just a black shirt and a white logo. And I wish I had known that because when I brought you guys my band's merch, it was the most colorful bombastic shirt that we had front and back and we have a much more simplistic <laughs> design so i wish i had known that beforehand
1: Oh, was that? oh you're saying cut out
4: <laughs> and maybe next time you guys come to texas i'll bring you some of our more basic merch and uh, maybe you guys will <laughs> like it a little better uh love and I actually really like down it. here in the south hope to see you again soon
1: Bye. i actually really liked the merch that jake brought us yeah, is it? Because uh, th- it's scrap pile. Yeah. Yeah, I freaked out over it.
0: And also, um, yeah, I mean, uh, like it's funny, I'm wearing like a color shirt. Today. Yeah, I know. I don't know if it has to be black and white only, but it should just look kind of old school, I think.
1: Yeah, maybe that's it.
0: Yeah, like I really like that suffocation shirt. Cause yeah, I, I, I know. Because th- fuck.
1: Dude, I, the other day, the merch that I bought as well, it was colorful. Yeah. So I think that it's just up to design. And yeah. there's a certain kind of shirt that I'm referring to that I don't really like.
0: Yeah, I agree with And that.
1: it's, I don't want to name like a...
0: We're not going to call people out here. <laughs> We're not
1: going to say okay. who it is. But there's a band you know I'm thinking are, of who specifically has it. like all this kind of merch.
0: Yeah, so a lot of bands. And there. it's Most that bands. kind of merch. I mean, yeah. I think the thing is, we're the weird ones. Most people like the Totally. Bomb, the bombastic. We like stuff.
1: the scrap pile merch, Jake. Is that, thank you for uh, is that the one that Is the one that's
0: like kind of bluish on the back and it's got like a pl- like a planet or something on the front?
1: I can't remember because okay, I one just is cool. remember liking the scrap pile merch <laughs>
0: all right okay, well, thank you for that, and uh we're looking forward to the more simplistic merch <laughs> next time
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Jake okay,
0: uh, let's get into more of these calls here.
1: That's hilarious. Also, a lot of people there, there were like some emails about people wanting to send in merch and I wish I would have brought in. We have a P.O. box. Oh, yeah. That yeah. I don't want to like announce at the beginning of every thing because truly you guys do not have to send us anything. But yeah. if you feel so inclined next week, I'll put or maybe we'll put it up in the description. Yeah, we'll put our the P.O. P.O. box there. If you
0: guys want to send us something. You know, go let's- for it. Shy away from sending, like, bombs or poisonous stuff. Yeah, and, I know. Yeah, illegal stuff. That probably. would be illegal.
1: Yeah, and you'll probably, I'm just saying, like, the FBI will track you down Yeah, if you do that.
4: So, there's that. <laughs> hey, guys. This is Sean from Poughkeepsie, New York. Hope you're both doing really well. So, yeah. I was listening to your yeah. latest episode and you mentioned how there's kind of like a Lost Animals as Leaders DVD film. Mm-hmm. And it got me thinking about that whole era of, band dvds and home videos which i kind of miss like obviously they've been replaced by social media and youtube but it was really cool to have like this extra thing by a band to buy and watch at home you know like something extra besides an album or going to see them live or whatever so i'm wondering if you guys have any thoughts about that and what your favorite band dvds might be like someone mind mine would be like Lamb of God's Philadelphia, or Slipknot Disaster Pieces or like Beatty Colors Live, which I just like watched a whole time back when I was in high school. So anyway, congrats on all the success you've had so far and I just can't wait to hear the new album. Thanks guys. Thanks Sean. Oh,
1: yeah. I actually, right. I really liked Killadelphia. I watched over and over and over when I was a kid to the point that like, I think Vigil is the song that is playing in uh the opening credits and when i was a kid i was like my band's gotta have a song that we can play. it's not the opening credits but it's like the dvd play screen okay and i was always like we need one of those songs that has like soft parts at the beginning so it can play at the beginning of our at our dvd screen do we have intro. a song
0: like that now you think or definitely okay. we do now okay once
1: the new album comes out
0: i love the idea of making a dvd
1: yeah i do too sick. that's a really good idea um, and it could
0: be streaming and then you could buy it as well that'd be a a really cool you know the uh, last thing
1: thing that I actually watched that was like that that I really thought was awesome was uh, Yule Lamal or I think it was was it called Yule Lamal? yeah it was Yule Lamal Black Dahlia Murder they put it out like a year ago the dude who did sound sound for us on the last tour Mitchell or Marshall did I really just say that? (laughs) did I really just say Mitchell? yeah it's all good (laughs) he's not listening marshall marshall did well i think you
0: might have missed messed up because of michelle i did yeah okay
1: he is yeah him and his girlfriend's (laughs) names it's hard like sometimes if i think of both of them because her name is michelle and his name is marshall so it comes out mitchell or marshall i call him marshall Marshall. it's a really good celebrity but marshall shot that dvd with michelle both of them shot it together um and they f- did such a fucking good job on that. It it wasn't a DVD. I think they put it out through Night Shift. Uh yeah, it was like on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, and I loved watching it. It was funny. The performances were awesome. So that was really cool. Everyone when we were kids, I feel like had disaster pieces. Yeah,
0: I don't know if I saw that or not. I I must have. Is that the. Like the first Slipknot DVD?
1: Yeah. Uh, It's like in a black box. I don't know if it was first. It's a black box that has like a Pentagon type thing on the front of it. It was like matte black. I don't think it had that. Because
0: Chase had like, I want to say he had a Slipknot VHS tape that was the self-titled cover on there.
1: Oh, no, that's not it. And it was like
0: them on OzFest and shit. Just like random... So we watched that a bunch. That was freaking cool.
1: There's also there was this bleeding through DVD that I really liked. Um God. Yeah, it was kind of a thing when we were kids. Yeah, there were a sick. lot of yeah. bands making DVDs. Yeah, we had let's a
0: Sepultura bring... one yeah. that we would watch. I think it was called like Live in Rio de Janeiro.
1: That's so then we
0: had uh, let's well there was a Primus one that I used to rent. From the video store.
1: Damn. That's awesome.
0: That was actually before I was, uh, th- I was into death metal. I heard Primus. I was like, damn. This is th- the shit. Loved it. Because I played drums. And then, let's see. What else? There was... Well, the Frank Zappa one. I watched that one a lot. Mm. But that was more when I was like 16. Which one? Baby Snakes. Oh, okay. Yeah, Baby Snakes. Yeah. When I was like 16. We watched that a lot.
1: What's that weird Zappa movie? Thousand Hotels? 200 Motels. 200 Motels. What a fucking weird thing yeah. that is. But unwatchable yeah (laughs) it's as (laughs) close as you can get to being unwatchable oh what about we had dream theater oh yeah uh scenes
0: we had the scenes and then there was another one but
1: now we're talking more live dvds yeah because these like what we're talking about like
0: well they would have stuff mixed in with them that's true so i mean it would have your backstage stuff but then there was usually live performance in most all of them yeah and then there's obviously the pantera ones Mm mm-hmm Yep. Chase had that, too. What Chase had ask? all the, the videos, not me, apparently.
1: That's pretty sick. Chase yeah. got all the sick shit. Uh, well, yeah, was I, d- I wasn't was the called one like, who had uh, the
0: Cowboys from Hell Home Video or something like that. I'm blowing it. I
1: actually did own Killadelphia. Okay. But I did not. It was a friend who owned Disaster Pieces.
0: I had an Earth Crisis one, too.
1: You know what? Killadelphia actually kind of taught me, though, is how I didn't really want to. Because there's, like, this huge band fight where everyone's like punching the vocalist and stuff, or he's like all wit- shit based <laughs> on the bus. Wait, they're and actually fighting? And I was like, I or? don't want to be, they're like actually fighting. And wow. I'm like, I don't want to be in that type a of crazy band. drunk person <laughs> on tour. So it ta- I learned from a very young age yeah, like it's not that I didn't want to be like wasted and fighting my band.
0: Yeah, well, that would be weird if all the <laughs> bands started punching you.
1: That would be weird. Or I maybe he was punching them. It's been a long time since I've be seen extremely it. extremely problematic. But yeah. <laughs> it would.
0: Uh, so you kind of get a pass there. Probably not going to get punched.
2: True.
1: <laughs> I probably won't.
0: But... Oh, dude. Cannibal Corpse. But that was more of just like a straight up live. The, uh, and honestly, we had a lot of VHS tapes, okay? That's how old i am
1: yeah they weren't dvds they were VHS. they weren't D-
0: dvds dude because yeah chase had the cannibal vhs and i'm pretty sure slipknot and i think cowboys from hell too so yeah but dude you. i would absolutely ha- love to have that as a merch item yeah you know, maybe, you, maybe you could have some studio in the making stuff mm-hmm. some funny tour stuff not us beating up Janie and um live shit yeah i would Be like to do that sick
1: some behind the scenes stuff
0: I love the idea. Yeah,
1: that would be awesome.
0: Any other notable mentions for you, Cheney? DVDs. I just can't really
1: think of anything. I mean, I'm sure something will come to me after this, but the Bleeding Through one is like the latest one that I watched. So that must have been in, I don't know, I don't know 2006. Four. Okay. So it's been a really long time since I've even...
0: Yeah, because YouTube came out and there was yeah. no more DVDs. Yeah. They but like it. I said, they Fucked us.
1: The Mall that Marshall and Michelle shot of Black Dahlia, there are a lot of cool just shots in it. Okay. Like there's this one church performance that's really awesome.
0: All right, we got one more call. Should we peep this call?
1: I actually think that on the episode Trevor was on, we talked about that. I think they had just done that. They had just done it. Yeah. And yeah, I think we asked him if he, they would ever like make it into a DVD or anything. Oh, Black Dahlia had a DVD. That's right. Yes, that's I right. watched that. That might be the last thing I watched. What was it called?
0: Uh, I think it was when like Miasma came out, right? I Around think that so. Time.
1: Yeah. What was that? Ca- I'm going to look that up right now.
0: I don't know that I actually ever saw that one. I definitely saw it. I knew because because that they, they had would, it. like
1: smoke a bunch of weed in it. I think Kareem was in it as well.
0: Smoking weed? That's illegal.
1: Uh, they definitely didn't smoke weed in it. Like Dolly Murder DVD home video was it called majesty what year did that come out in might have been majesty oh nine that's probably the last one that i really got into
0: okay <clears throat> yeah so, so that's I mean, it it's awesome they are the type of band that would have a sick DVD. it was
1: awesome yeah yeah
0: so yeah. you know coming at you soon to video stores everywhere and the DVD
1: we really should do that i'm down I would love that. And have that. cool packaging. Of course. You gotta have cool packaging.
0: We should have done that for this album. Because so much fucking shit went down. Oh man, I know. <clears throat> it would have been sick.
1: But we need like next a film album. crew. I think we've actually been talking about like next time, the, on the next album, we are going to have someone shoot footage. Yeah, we need to bring people in. So, you know, we could release that as YouTube videos with, you know, hidden content or or just make youtube
0: videos but then make something totally different for a dvd
1: yeah yeah cut other stuff that could be awesome
0: all right incoming call
4: hey there uh Naveen and janey uh good to uh reach out to the hotline again and uh yeah just a really awesome thing that you guys are doing with the uh with the hotline and uh golden lobster hotline baby um on the question that I asked about songwriting, uh, my name is Ryan also. I don't know if I said that last time. Um, but yeah, kind of continuing on that theme of songwriting. I'm just curious, um, if you guys have ever experienced with like overthinking of parts or like when you're songwriting, you're, you know, overthinking or you, uh, found yourself kind of like working on things or sections that didn't really matter and, um, and then maybe you like wasted time or could have done something else with that time and maybe how you kind of overcome that or how you maybe would suggest people to kind of not get stuck on those particular types of things and like overthinking too much. And um, I just find that I spend a lot of time on songs and reworking things constantly. So um, yeah, any advice you have, that'd be great. All right, thanks guys. Take care.
0: Yeah, it's a fine balance. Totally. It's a fine balance. I would say, um, I think it's fine to overthink things and to really go into detail as long as you're still flowing. It's when you get stuck. Right. That's a problem. Mm -hmm. And the only way to tell, you're the only one who can tell what that is. Like, am I stuck on this or am I working on it and making it really cool? So Absolutely. I find like if I do get stuck, I'm I'm fine to just move on and do something else. And you can just, you know, bank the thing you're doing or it doesn't have a shelf life. Right, It's something that you can use down the line. Mm-hmm. I mean, for example, we were making this last album and one of the songs that's on the album is literally some, not a joke song, but like some rock song we made that go, it was from our project that we were going to start with the the song that we used for the theme song, right? Mm-hmm. So things can come back around. They can fit in way down the line. Yeah. So you don't have to force everything to work. It's okay if it doesn't work. It's not a waste of time. That's what I'm saying in regards to how he was saying, oh, I might be wasting time. And it's not. And you're learning stuff. So yeah, just, I mean, I've got tons of stuff that we didn't use.
2: I've got of course. Oh, tons of songs. that we. Didn't but with use.
1: that being said, I think it goes back to how we were talking about everything You know, there's got to be like a neutral balance to everything because you can really get too far into overanalyzing your parts. And like if you've written a song and you're going back and changing the parts a million times, generally, I remember this as something that I was told when I was a kid and taking tests, generally the the first thing that you come to is going to be the best thing that you produce. Yep. So I do. this happens to me with lyrics and song titles. Like you can ask Naveen, I will second guess myself a million times on lines and song titles, but generally I always end up settling on the first thing that I did because that's what sounded the best. That's what came the most naturally. And that's exactly what I felt when I heard the part. And that was like the authentic yeah. thing that happened. And... You find that if you're switching out things too much, that it doesn't feel authentic anymore. It feels yeah. really forced. So
0: we don't want that. You
1: don't want that, we don't want that. So over analyzing is good unless like Naveen says, it's stopping you from a forward progression because you can sit and you know, comb over a song for three years. And that's when you get to the point that you're not going to release anything <laughs> when in reality you could have released that song three years ago and written a better song this year. Yeah.
0: Or maybe the song that's taken three years, just you know, use it down the road Yeah, when it's ready. toss because, it to the side. Yeah, I mean the stuff that I make that I think is the best is like what you said. I'm like flowing, I'm in the zone. Yeah, it's almost like you're a conduit
1: and yeah. you're not even the person writing that stuff. And 100%. that always is the stuff that feels the best. 100%,
0: 100%. Yeah, and the stuff that I do sort of force to work, uh, you know, later on, I'm kind of like, eh, shouldn't have done that. Yeah, Should have just went totally, with totally. That was flowing.
1: I mean, there's even a thing with vocals where sometimes a part – okay, sometimes I'll, like, scream a word and it came out like the the vocal sound is imperfect because, you know – there are highs and lows and, like, good ways to hit those within vocals. Well,
0: that was a rhyme.
1: Uh, kind of, yeah. Highs and, highs lows, and lows and good ways, way ways to hit, hit those, those within vocals. But sometimes, like, the part that sounds the best is the part where I, like, squeaked a little. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. a, a, it's a little, like not even hoarse, but it like cracks a little and that actually sounds way better than if I were to redo it in a perfect way.
0: I agree with that <clears> hundred percent. <throat> I think.
1: Or drums. Characteristics. And, are yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: And sometimes I notice, I've been noticing stuff like that on the new album. Like I'll, uh, I'll like hit the China like twice. Like I was going to ride on it, but then like switch to a crash. And a lot of people will be like, Oh, don't do that. You know, like he hit it twice mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, but it's cool. It's yeah. like got character to it. Yeah. You know, I don't, I want to play technical music that's like crazy and really thought out and and all that stuff but at the same time I like there to be some like liveliness to it.
1: Yeah, like let's let's think about it that way. Imperfection does give character to things. Like <clears throat> if I go and see a band live, it's really cool when they can nail everything perfectly and it sounds like inhuman, but it's also cool when they fuck up and I know that yeah. there's like so there's a band playing or I know I like when a part is played differently and you're like oh yeah it's there I'm watching a band I'm not listening to a perfect thing Yep. 100%. so there's a lot of uh, beauty in imperfection
0: I agree and forced things are usually not good I think we can also, across the board agree on that one
1: there are so many times where it's been like I don't personally like something that other people latch on to I'm even noticing that in showing the new album to some of our friends, like they're picking out songs that aren't my favorite songs as being their favorite songs. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder.
0: There you go. Um, We have also a text that came through. All right. Let's hear uh, the text. Last week, but I forgot to read it because we were partying on the show. (laughs) Okay. 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 Hello there, Chaney and Naveen. Golden Lobster Steve here. I'm so stoked to hear the new material, especially since I couldn't stop listening to Remember You Are Dust. I remember seeing a video of you guys doing a Chelsea Wolf song. Chaney was singing a Chelsea Wolf song, and I was wondering if you would ever consider clean vocals on an Entheos track. (coughs)
1: yeah that video is up on my instagram uh i think we posted it like a year ago
0: and your boys there playing acoustic guitar that's
1: right um there is singing on the new anthios album so it's always been something that i've wanted to do with the band you know we've always been a progressive that type of band that could bring in melodic stuff and i'm doing it on this record
0: but it kind of goes back to what we were just talking about. We needed to do it when it was at the right time. Exactly. Like we're not just going to force it in. We there.
1: never wanted to force it. That's And it
0: is that type of kind of, it's more of the Chelsea Wolfe kind of vein of singing. It's not like we have some fucking pop song. It's like, yeah, it's no, still I think dark and evil and shit. Well, it's just got some singing on there.
1: More of my influence when it comes to stuff like that is like from the doom realm. Yeah. Like, I don't you know a lot of my friends who sing they come from kind of like an a more pop realm and that's what their influences and that stuff is cool but my influence comes from doom yeah. and that kind of singing and you know low key and and proggy stuff and that's what we that's yeah we want on it to the be new album.
0: dark and the whole new album is kind of more dark themed and uh vibe so we wanted to keep that going
1: yeah and you know we're If there are parts that call for it in the future, we'll keep rolling that way. I know. Uh,
0: I think we probably will, though. I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean,
1: (laughs) I honestly feel like I'm being my most authentic self on this record out of all of our records so far. This is like the vocalist that I want to be and plan on being. And I agree with that. That's, you know, if if people like it, that'll be great. If people don't like it, that's great, too. We're just writing what we want. It doesn't really matter to us.
0: 100 percent that's what i think
1: but yeah so uh that's the week uh also listen to the new surreption album yeah we were uh, jamming yes. it this
0: morning do you have it, do you know what it's called
1: it's called yurd yurd okay, it's spelled yeah. j-o but the o has a slash slash swedish so i don't stuff. know if that's like that's a different Swedish stuff just yeah. swedish stuff yeah.
0: but um yeah it is really sick it's really I mean, sick. holy crap yeah it kicks ass
1: fantastic yeah. Surruption is, you know. Top notch. T- fucking top notch. Great yeah. band.
0: But yeah, everybody, hope you had a, having a great week. Uh, yeah, a great hope you have a good day. one. If you're at work, uh, then trut, trut, tret tretch tre- tre- through? Is that a word? I don't know. No. Tru- trudge, trudge.
1: I think trudge is like a bad.
0: All right, well, anyway, trek. keep trying. All right, love you guys. All right, we'll see you <laughs> next
2: week. Have a good Peace.
1: one.